Melissa LeGrant, licensed nutritionist and creator of Drop the Diet Weight Loss. I am on a mission to help women drop the fad diets and lose weight in a way they love for the last damn time. I know you're ready to end the yo-yo dieting and do this weight loss thing for good. So let's go. What's up, everyone? Today, I'm going to tell you the number one skill for successful weight loss. And by successful, I mean getting the weight off and keeping it off. And then I'm going to give you some tips on how to put this puppy in action today. But before I get into all of that, there's one really important thing that we need to talk about first, and that's about resistance. Because for weight loss to work long-term, you have to get out of it. You know now that my message is always to simplify weight loss and do it in a way that feels good by doing the things that feel good. This means getting out of resistance by first recognizing when you're in it and then checking in with yourself to make sure you're not doing things to create it. And you know you're in resistance with weight loss when you're making it too hard. You're following rigid rules, beating yourself up, doing things for the short term, like taking out the food groups or following a meal plan you don't like. It's doing things that you dread or things that you can only do for a short time. It also pops up in how you talk to yourself. If you're shooting all over yourself, like I should be eating more veggies, I shouldn't have eaten those chips, or I should be working out more. Those thoughts aren't serving you. Those thoughts create emotions like sadness, frustration, hopelessness, and angst, causing you resistance. And your body, that might feel like a pit in your stomach or like tightness in your chest. And it doesn't help you to take action. You want to get out of that resistance and move towards flow. When you're in flow, weight loss looks like eating in a way you enjoy comforting and being kind to yourself without using food. It's not having to flex that willpower muscle all the time or not having the constant fear that you'll gain the weight back because you're doing things you can't do forever. When you're in flow, you're not obsessing over everything you eat. You can go out to dinner or on vacation and not stress over the food because you have a new level of self-trust. You can enjoy those three bites of cake and move on with your day versus feeling like you have to eat the whole cake because you can't ever have it again. And then you're pissed at yourself the whole day. And in flow, you're exercising because you enjoy moving your body and to feel strong, not because you're punishing yourself for something you ate. Flow is what we're striving for here. Our goal is to build a resistance-free plan, a plan that you're excited about and one that you can stick to. So, the first step to do this is stop overcomplicating weight loss. Simplifying weight loss comes down to reducing the overall quantity of food you're eating. The number one skill you can learn, not only for weight loss, but to keep the weight off, is to eat when you're hungry and stop when you've had enough. Oh, sure, oh, sure. Okay, I know what you're thinking. It can't really be that simple, can it? Yes, it absolutely can. And I'll tell you that this might sound simple, but it's not easy. And let me tell you why. Because you haven't been taught how to do this. 
you've actually been set up to eat too much food. And I'll give you three main ways that you've been set up here. The first one is what you were taught about food as a kid. Maybe you were taught to not be wasteful and clean your plate. Or food was scarce, so you ate when you could because you weren't sure when the next meal was coming. And I give you an example of this. One of my ladies right now, she grew up in a house with four brothers. Can you even imagine? So it was an all-out race to eat what she could before they got to it. And even though this is not her current living situation, she was still eating like she had to beat her brothers to it. Because that's what she's learned. And we just hold on to some of these things. The second way you've been set up to eat too much is as adults, you've created habits that have you eating on autopilot. Like it's 3 p.m. So you grab your pick-me-up snack or you're eating while you're making dinner or Netflix is on. So you got to grab your snacks. You're not even thinking about if you're hungry. These are just things you do. And the third culprit is the diet industry. You knew that one was coming. They definitely aren't teaching this because when you learn to start trusting yourself over some plant, when that magic happens, they know you're not going to buy their latest fad diet scheme. The diet industry teaches you to give your power away to a plan. They tell you to eat X amount of calories or they give you a certain number of points to hit. But what if you're not hungry for all those points? Do you eat it anyway because otherwise you're failing the plan? Let's say you grab a meal plan from the internet or you're following a diet that says you can eat as much as you want as long as it's on their approved food list or it's in between certain hours of the day. You're relying on the plan. But what happens when you go off the plan? What have you learned? None of these things are teaching you to check in with yourself or to eat when you're hungry and know when to stop. And that skill is the number one skill to learn, to reduce the overall quantity of food you're eating and get momentum with weight loss. I'm talking reducing the amount of food you're eating. That's why I'm taking the focus off of the what you're eating And I'm going to put it on the why, because it's rarely about the actual food you're eating. Now, sometimes it is, but it's more important to learn why you're, number one, eating when you're not hungry, and number two, why you're overeating food. Eating when you're hungry and stopping when you have enough is the skill that is going to allow you to keep in all the foods you love and still lose weight. All right. Now that you know the number one skill for weight loss, let's talk about how to put it into action. First, you need to know what physical hunger feels like. So let me ask you, do you know what physical hunger feels like for you? Um, Real quick, I want to separate out here physical hunger from emotional hunger. Emotional hunger starts suddenly and is felt more in your head and in your thoughts. Typically, when you're craving something. Physical hunger, on the other hand, is when your stomach feels empty, your belly's growling, and you may even feel a little low on energy. That's your body telling you it's time to eat. Of course, this is going to be a little different for everyone. So you're going to have to find what your physical cues are. 
Now, if you wait too long to eat, you might feel things like headachey, lightheaded, shaky. You know, you're getting to that hangry point where you feel like you could eat your arm off. This is the place we want to avoid because once you've reached this point, it's a lot harder to make good decisions in the moment. Okay, so now you know what to look for, or I guess I should say feel when it's time to eat. How do you know when you've had enough food? This is the trickier part, and we want to start practicing. And I say practice here because it's going to take that, and it's never ever going to be perfect. So be nice to yourself over there because you're learning a new skill. What you want to do here is practice stopping eating when you've had enough food versus feeling full or overly full. With enough food, you feel satisfied, content, light, and energized. Full is when you start to feel a little uncomfortable. You probably say to yourself, Ugh, I didn't really need those last couple of bites. And then Overly full is just uncomfortable. Stuffed, bloated, lethargic. It's the I have to unbutton my pants type of feeling. We want to avoid this place because that's also where the self-beat tends to creep in. Sounds something like, ugh, I did it again. Why do I keep doing this to myself? That's resistance. And remember, you're staying out of that. So the goal here is to stop eating at enough. And as I said, it's going to take practice. You're not going to know what this feels like right off the bat. You're going to have to play around with it and mess it up. <laughs> That's the only way to learn how to distinguish the enough feeling from the full feeling. Okay, I want to finish up here with five tips on exactly what you can do to start putting this into play. Now, if I were to sum these tips up, they'd kind of all fall under... Uh, the umbrella of awareness. Basically, you're taking a pause and checking in with yourself before, during, and after you eat. All right, tip number one is to slow down. And you can do this by putting the fork down or sipping water in between bites. I've actually had people use their non-dominant hand to eat, which definitely helped them to slow down and also made for some very happy dogs getting all the food that fell to the floor. But by slowing down, you're giving your brain time to catch up with your stomach so you know when you've had enough. Tip number two, turn off the distractions, the phone, the computer, the TV. Now I know this is not possible to do all the time, but see if you can have at least one meal a day like this to really tune in to your meal and to check in with yourself on those hunger levels. Tip number three, Leave a few bites behind on your plate. Remember, your body is not the garbage disposal. I'm giving you permission to not clean your plate. And number four, eat half of your plate. And again, check in with yourself. So let's say you eat half your plate and take a little pause for a few minutes. Come back, ask yourself, do I need the rest of this food because I'm hungry or do I just want it because it's sitting here in front of me and it just tastes really good? All right, my last tip, number five, serve yourself a little less than what you normally would. You could also use a smaller plate. Okay, with these tips, remember to choose one that feels good for you, staying out of that resistance loop. So if throwing out the last bites of your meal 
doesn't feel good to you right now, that's okay. Start with one of the other tips. And I'm going to say this again. Eating to the point of enough takes practice. It's never going to happen 100% of the time. The cool part is when it doesn't happen, it gives you clues to your behaviors and habits around food. And it's a great way to start noticing when you could be overeating. Just get curious around it. Don't go into that self-beat-up mode. Ask yourself, what, what were you thinking before the meal? What was going on around you? And how did you feel after? It's all about gaining awareness around the times you're eating outside of hunger. Then we can get to work on those things. All right, your action step for today. Start asking yourself every time before you eat, am I hungry? That's it. And see what comes up for you. And when you're ready for step two, start practicing eating until satisfied. If you can start with just this, I know you will start to feel momentum immediately. As always, I would love to know how this lands for you and how I can support you. So head on over to Instagram at melissa.legrant and let me know. Thanks so much for joining me today. See you next week.